Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is called to more. This Lent, find guidance and hope in the example of Christ as we are led toward the ultimate hope of the resurrection. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, 6th chapter, verses 1 to 13. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James and Hoses and Judas and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. Here ends the reading. There are two distinct but related parts of today's reading. First, Jesus is rejected in his hometown. And second, he sends his disciples out and warns them of rejection, and they ultimately do well. I want to pack it just a bit and give some things to ponder as we reflect on our Lenten theme of called to more. As we look at this gospel reading from Mark 6, we get that Jesus has put himself in a rough spot by going to his hometown. That is usually where the toughest critics will be found. This is not a quick trip to say hi to mom. He comes as a rabbi with his disciples in tow. Rabbis moved about the countryside with their disciples. And Jesus does that and enters his town as a rabbi. As a rabbi, he goes to the synagogue and he teaches. At first, the people have a moment of being amazed. The passage says they were astounded. Astounded. They asked, where did he get all this? Wow. What is this wisdom he has? It's going great. But that doesn't last long. The naysayers start and turn the mood of the crowd very quickly. They ask, isn't this just the carpenter? Isn't this just Mary's son? Isn't this the one who is a brother to these other people? He's common. Who does he think he is? The passage then says, they took offense at him. Boom. They went from astounded to offended just like that. One impact of this negative turn of the crowd is highlighted in an interesting statement. The passage says, He could do no deed of power there 
except he laid hands on a few sick people and cured them. Jesus was amazed at their unbelief. Some have struggled with the idea that Jesus couldn't do something. After all, this is Jesus, divine and all. I think that verse points to how healing power plays out in our lives, typically, normally. Receiving God's power in that way requires both His power and our reception of it, our faith. The 4th century Archbishop of Constantinople, Gregory Nazianzus, said of this passage, Something essential for healing is required on both sides, faith on the part of the patients, power on that of the healer. So one side without its counterpart, quote, could not, so to speak, perform them. That was the bishop's comment on it. I think we see some examples otherwise in Scripture where people are healed without appearing to have faith, but that is perhaps not the normative case. In this situation, the people in his hometown are just not receptive, and Jesus could do no deed of power other than some healing. Receptivity matters on many things. The story is told that the doctor who cared for the former Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain thought that he had died sooner because he did not want to live. Healing and health can be impacted by our receptivity, as perhaps can other things. I wonder to what extent today we are Jesus' hometown people. We're familiar and comfortable with him and what he does to a point that perhaps we're not willing to see the other aspects. We're not willing to let him do more. I worked at a church in London for a year where more than half of the congregation was made up of completely new adult Christians, people who went from pagan to Christian. And one of the interesting things about ministering to such a group of believers is that they were not going to allow hometown thinking to limit them. If the Bible talked about some spiritual gift, they expected it and wanted to know why most churches were not doing it. It was a great challenge to me to realize how closed I had been on certain things. So let me ask you this. What limitations do we place on Jesus today as his hometown team? Staying with our theme this Lent, maybe being called to more means thinking how we have limited Jesus. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we give you thanks that you call us on a journey of love. And you do amazing things. Help us to be open to see more and more your power and what you can do and be open for whatever it is you want. May we yield ourselves to you that we really can be called to more. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.